Kokomo City, you know, Dee was making this movie all on her own. It's, you know, it's a documentary that she shot herself. She edited herself. She did everything herself um, until I came on. Um, but for years she had done it, you know, and then I sort of came on toward the end to help with like shaping and festivals and stuff like that. And, you know, she just was like filming something, you know, and then, you know, Sundance accepted it. And then it is looked at in a different context and then it won the audience award. It won the innovator award at Sundance. And then it went on to Berlin where it won the audience award in, um, Panorama. And it just sort of like, you know, and reviews and stuff, but all of these things are because of festivals. The movie was able to elevate beyond, you know, her just sort of picking up a camera and, and making something. Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Woodstock Film Festival's Let's Talk Film podcast. I'm your host, Adam Shartoff. The Woodstock Film Festival is a haven for networking with high-caliber industry members, voting members of the Academy, filmmakers, musicians, and fiercely independent artists like our guest today. The 24th Annual Festival takes place this September on the 27th to October 1st. Be sure to submit your film by the early deadlines and don't wait until the last minute. All right. All right. Well, I'm excited to uh, introduce today's guest here. I'm very happy about this because... I know this guy from a film he made back in 2018. Harris Doran is, uh, and it's Doran, right? Harris Doran, right? No, Duran, like Duran. Duran, Duran. yeah, like Duran yeah. Duran. Um, and uh, uh, we, I met you in 2018 at the festival. You were showing Beauty Mark, mm -hmm. right? Was that your directorial debut, by the way? Yeah, yeah, it was. Wow. Thanks. Well, Harris. Uh, and also, I'm going to say right at the top, even though I want to get back to your experience at the Woodstock Film Festival. Yeah. Let's also just mention right from the start, you also are a film producer. Mm -hmm. And you have a new documentary out, which I just watched the trailer, which dropped today. It looks really good, <laughs> I have to say. Most of the time, it's niggas that you would never know. They will walk up to you. Can I get your number? Looking around and shit, making sure nobody is watching. Before I got any work done, the client will walk out on me. You gotta have titties and body. They wanna see a pretty ass girl with a big dick. What we usually do as trannies, we be broken down, but we need to stand out. You gotta be the bitch with the biggest boobs, the biggest body. There's some guys that they just wanna fuck you. Yeah. They don't wanna touch the dick. They don't wanna see the dick. They don't wanna be reminded that you were once born male. A lot of us are secrets to many powerful people. She's not aware of the fact that her black successful husband is upstairs in their beautiful condo down in Tribeca, laid up with a black trans woman. But in no way are they there to protect us. Niggas can't accept being with a trans woman in public because it's their ego and they gonna feel the world is gonna belittle them for what they like. Yeah. Violence doesn't happen before the orgasm, it happens after. I ran across this girl online, and I was like, man, she's bad. Oh, she's transgender. And I was like, how? I was like, she, she's like Beyonce fine. When we was growing up, we was always taught, you can't, you can't be like this, that. you can't be that way. It's not accepted in gang life at all. You better be a tough gay nigga, because they're going to tease you, nigga. You can't be soft <laughs> gay. 
in this game, you know, that's where either you get out of it or you end up dead, you end up hot. This is survival work. This is risky shit. I want people to understand that it's okay just being something that you was born to be. It's guy after guy who's in denial. A black man should be this way and a black woman should be that way. Kiss my ass. I can't wait to see it. Uh, and it's being released by Magnolia Pictures, and that's a big deal. On July 28th. Coming out July 28th. Plenty of time to get this up and out to help promote right. that film yeah. as well. And um, it looks great. We can talk about it in a little bit. I'd love to talk about it because yeah. uh, it really looks like a lot of people are going to you know, need to see it. And maybe some people will feel uncomfortable Definitely. Uh, or identifying themselves in the film. Well, let's talk about Woodstock, the Woodstock Film Festival, since that's, after all, what the show is kind of, you know, mostly about. Uh, what was, how did that, uh, by the way, happen for you back in 2018? Did you just th apply and got in and that was this whole story or is it a little bit more involved? No, no. So um, uh, Gil Holland, the amazing mm -hmm. Gil Holland. I know, yep. Um, uh, was an executive producer on the film. I forgot that. Okay. Yeah. And so Gil was like, Woodstock is amazing. You know, we should consider Woodstock as our, you know, New York premiere. And so he reached out to Mira and um, sent her the movie and then she loved it and, and she took it. Um, but yeah, it was, it was through Gil. Okay. Gil, he's in um, Kansas Kentucky, City, right? Kentucky. Oh, he's in Kentucky. He's, he's, he's in Louisville. 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 Yeah, Louisville. Where yeah. Beauty Mark was shot. Yeah. Uh, and so Gil, Gil um, was an EP on that, and he was an incredible resource from the beginning to the end of that movie. Um, and he's still a good friend of mine. He's a great guy. And you had a great cast in that movie. Thank you. Yeah. Including um, our mutual friend Kathy. Kathy, who was just texting me. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we should get her on. She's gone to the Woodstock Film Festival more than once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw her a couple nights ago and then I'm seeing her tonight actually because so I produced a short film called Brenda and Billy and the Pothos Plant that is premiering at Tribeca and I put Kathy in the movie of course so you did I'm seeing her tonight for the screening and we're talking about uh, actress Kathy Curtin or Catherine Curtin Kathy who Curtin, is yes. probably best known for her role in Orange is the New Black and, yeah. uh, and Stranger Things she's on Stranger Things she's on Stranger okay plays my, yeah. my kid would probably know that. Yeah, definitely. And um, right. And and too many, <laughs> uh, rather film independent films to ever mention. Ever mention? Yeah. But she, we can mention our films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She might have the record. Um, yeah. Anyway, but uh, yeah, she was one of the stars of of Beauty Mark, and she um, is incredible in the film. And you know, she was in the first reading of the script. Um, and I didn't know her that well. I had met her at like an event for, um, it was like a fundraiser for like incarcerated women. And I met Kathy there, like over the cheese, cheese and grapes. And we became fast friends. And I asked her to do the reading of my script and she did it and she was brilliant. And then she did the film. Um, yeah. Well, incredible. if you're, if you're like a warm person or open, you know, and you are, um, 
she's going to be your friend because she yeah. just she just approaches everybody kind of like, hey, best friend. <laughs> you know? Yes. She's got a great personality. Yeah. Yeah. And and so we got, um, you know, Beauty Mark one Woodstock, which was incredible. Um, and and then it got distribution through the orchard. And now you can I mean, it's available, you know, for purchase everywhere. But it's also it's on Amazon Prime where you, right. you have Prime. You can watch it um, for free. So you got to Woodstock, you won Woods. I remember it very well. And, you know, it's just the audience was very, um, fav- you know, very favorable. That movie, you know, was really beautiful in that it, you know, um, dealt with with abuse, you know, like long-term abuse. And so like it, and so like it ended up being like a springboard for people to, you know, talk about things that, that happened to them that they hadn't talked about. And so that was like really beautiful to have like a film that's not just art, but has like a greater purpose and like was really opened up um, people in, in a way that was uh, really beautiful. Yes. And you've had, have you shown subsequent films that you've been um, producing or had some other role yeah. with? So you've done... Yeah, so I um, I wrote and directed a short film called "Fuck 'Em Right Back" that premiered at Sundance last year. Oh, um, okay. And played a bunch of festivals and played Woodstock. So you've been there, and you did you make it there to Woodstock this time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, last year I was there. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then, and I've been on the jury for Woodstock. I think three times. I was on the jury last year. I was. That's oh, I was on the jury last year with Dory from Magnolia who ended up buying Kokomo city. I just, it just, it just underlines a, a great point. I don't, I don't know if like, because you ran, you were on the jury with her that she felt compelled to give your film more attention. It's possible though. And then subsequently they decided they were going to distribute your next film because maybe of your relationship, who knows? But my point is, I guess, is that you're going to film festivals as a filmmaker it behooves you to go to festivals, right? As many as you can, or as often as you can, if you can, is the, obviously you can't make everything financially or or just a practical level, but you make these, you, you, your relationships that you create and that you foster and nurture over time really are crucial for an independent filmmaker like yourself. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, at Sundance, you know, we had our, our premiere was at five 30 on the Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then, um, my sales agent, it was like 1230 at night, um, in the morning. And mm-hmm. I was like drunk on main street with my manager and drunk, drunk on happiness. He means. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, Amanda, for, who is our sales agent at CAA, who's amazing. She called me and she's like, what are you doing right now? I was like, uh, drunk on happiness. Um, on Main Street, and she was like, booze, booze, yeah, yeah, um, happiness, booze, and so, um, and she was like, Can you have a meeting right now at Magnolia's condo? Um, and so then I was like, Sure, and so then, um, we went, we picked up D, who's the filmmaker, D Smith, who's the brilliant filmmaker of the film, um, and we went to their loft, and I walked in, and you know, I just didn't put things together because i just was so in the moment of just like the premiere and everything but i walk in and there's dory you know from the jury of of woodstock and i was like dory you know and so then it was you know and so that was because of woodstock and so that you know was crazy you know and so we like hugged you know upon walking into a negotiation you know 
And then oh. you probably hugged her again at some point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Dory's amazing. I don't know her, but I look forward to, to meeting yeah. her. Uh, Wow. So there is just, uh, you know, uh, proof, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, right there that going to festivals is really, really is. It provides, you know, a fun time for those attending and audience members. But it's also really uh, a great opportunity many times, is I guess my point, you know, yeah. trying to lead into uh, the conversation of why festivals really are so important. Like what's that? Oh, yeah. Festivals are really important. I mean, for uh, I mean, uh, I couldn't even list all the reasons, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there's like, you know, networking and meeting people, but there's exposure of your film and there's the, you know, um, raising the profile of your film. Right. People need to see it um, in order to see it in the future, to be able to promote your movie, but also to get it to a place where you get distribution and, you know, like winning awards and getting reviews at festivals help you know, are necessary for like an mm -hmm. independent film to have any kind of life. Cause otherwise there's no, mm -hmm. um, it's just your movie exists sort of nowhere, right? There's no branding on your movie. There's just sort of nothing, you know, where like a festival, um, festivals put it in a context, you know, and, or you start to be able to like build the film in order to then launch it, you know, um, I mean, like Kokomo City, you know, D was making this movie all on her own. It's, you know, it's a documentary that she shot herself. She edited herself. She did everything herself um, until I came on. Um, but for years she had done it, you know, and then I sort of came on toward the end to help with like shaping and festivals and stuff like that. And, and, um, uh, but it was, you know, she just was like filming something, you know, and then, you know, Sundance, accepted it and then it is looked at in a different context and then it won the audience award it won the innovator award at sundance and then it went on to berlin where it won the audience award in um panorama and it just sort of like you know and reviews and stuff but all of these things are because of festivals the movie was able to elevate beyond you know her just sort of picking up a camera and, and making something it right. puts how do you know people want often wonder how you take your film from being a personal project to the yeah. next levels it seems like such a major leap yeah but you're right the festivals is, is a great fertile fertile yeah. fertilizing ground for taking a little film but it could you know i remember seeing one feature it was at south by southwest and i i, I had the filmmaker had approached me via email or something days before just asking me to Maybe you know, give some coverage to it as a you know, as a podcast mm -hmm. or journalist, whatever. And I saw it, and I was so moved and so blown away. And just as I was leaving, here come the guys from Brigade Marketing. Just happened, and I said, I grabbed Adam, who at the time was running uh, Brigade, and I said, "You, you have to take this film on. I don't care; they have no money. Mm -hmm. just please do it because you. I promise you." Well, anyway, that filmmaker has gone on to nothing. No, I'm kidding. He's now a, he's definitely gotten a big career now because of that first film. And I, this wasn't even me like, Oh, I'm so clever. It was so obvious mm -hmm. the talent behind this film. It, it was hardly, but I wanted it to get seen, you know, cause it's such a big festival as opposed to Woodstock, not a great big festival. It's a modest size festival. Yeah. But also, I mean, my short last year, fucking right back, you know, um, from that short, because it like, 
you know, got into Sundance, I was able to get like a, amazing managers that I love that I speak to like daily, you know, yeah. and that sort of changed the whole trajectory of, of my life. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Kokomo city, um, I mean, it wasn't like directly through that, but also it was, um, you know, I think, you know, the movie being sent to me and the, the idea of me, you know, like giving notes and helping to, you know, helping to push D further with the film, um, is from, you know, this sort of like, I was just in Sundance, you know, I can show this to Sundance, you know, was sort of like that kind of a thing, you know? Um, and so it all like festivals are like what builds your career, you know, like LA film festival, you know, when beauty mark got in, you know, cause we, um, the, you know, the movie was not ready when we submitted to Sundance, you know, and then even like South by Southwest, like I got a very nice note from the head of South by Southwest, like how mm -hmm. much they liked it, but it also wasn't done yet, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's important to launch your movie, um, depending on like where, what the movie is, but like, you know, at a festival that, that has some cachet will help like launch the festival. And so, um, launch the film, the, the film, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, uh, LA film festival taking beauty mark was like a really big deal, you know, cause they do like the independent spirit awards and like, it just positioned the film to be able to, you know, play Woodstock and, you know, and get distribution and stuff like that. And so that them taking that film has also led to everything else. It has led to me being able to make more films has led to me then right. being able to like have films at Sundance, you know, and like build that career. Sure. But also, Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I, mean, no, like, I can go on and on about festivals. So like I, I was an actor, right? And so like I in 2012 was um one of the leads of Aaron Greenwell's movie My Best Day, which went to Sundance. And uh and and so I went there and then I did festivals as an actor with that film. And at Outfest, you know, I ended up, you know, being getting close with Kim Yatani, who programmed it for for Sundance and then mm -hmm. also for Outfest. And then Kim, you know, like is, is now one of the heads of Sundance. And I've sent her like everything I've made all these years, you know, and then eventually like my short got in, but that, you know, me being able to like send it to a human and not just send it to who knows where was because of festivals was because, you know, I was, you know, in as an actor mm -hmm. in this movie and, you know, developed a relationship and, you know, Kim is just the, the nicest, kindest, most generous, you know, person. Um, but it all is, it's all festivals that I, you know, my entire career has been built on. And I, I have to imagine that um, positioning, you know, you mentioned, for instance, just getting it into uh, um, LA film festival. Let's say if you launch your film at a great, then subsequent festivals are going to take it pretty seriously. Like, yeah. you know, Right. Uh, and, and that will help. So maybe Woodstock, I'm just making things up here, but I, based on theories, but I would imagine if, if you come from an LA film festival and you, your film's gotten great notice, notice, then I'm going to pay some attention. I'm going to give you a good uh, premiere yeah. in New York at the Woodstock film festival. Then yeah. you end up winning the Woodstock film festival for best feature. Well, your next festival is going to take notice of that too. Yeah. It's all, it all becomes this, uh, right. Uh, momentum is my point. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's true. It just all builds on itself and it's, you know, that's what you're um, looking for. Hmm. yeah, you know, and it's, um, you know, it's all sort of like, yeah, this festival took it and stamped it. And so this other festival then sees that and it all like means something right. Of like, uh, you know, especially when you have sort of nothing, you know, what, what makes it into it, into something, you know, as, as, um, as a, a burgeoning producer, because it seems to be this is a big role for you, especially with a film with so much opportunity and uh, possibility as Kokomo City, which again is coming out on June, July, July, July 28th, 28th um, yeah. thanks to Magnolia Films Pictures. Yeah. Um, just tell me, like, also, it, have you learned? to become a producer by going to festivals and understanding that has that been a, a big part of it? Oh, just, I mean, a piece of it. I, I have been a producer on almost all of my projects out of necessity. Right. And I've done a lot of things on my projects out of necessity. Like I, you know, I mean, I was the main editor on beauty mark, you know, not because I was like, Oh, I just want to be the main editor is because I had to be, you know, and then I had a brilliant editor, Syrah Hader, come on at the end and like do a, a pass on it and clean it up and elevate it. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the bulk of it was me just sort of like figuring it out and having to do it. And so same thing with producing is like, you know, the more you do it, the more you know it. And then at like different levels and different, you know, things show up that you didn't know. And then you know them after you, <laughs> you messed them up because you didn't know they existed until you messed it up, you know, kind of thing. Um but certainly I've been able to see through like a bunch of projects, like beginning to end A to Z where I've really done A to Z, you know, and like learn the ins and outs of, of things. And so at each level, there's more and more um, that, that you learn. And, and a piece of that is festivals and how that works with distribution and how that works with promotion. And um, uh, but yeah, I mean, producing is round the clock, very yeah. large all the time job. <laughs> it sounds like I imagine. So, yeah. um, well, let's just, are you, are you still acting at all or do you just, no, I, um, uh, the only acting I do is I do these like Sondheim unplug concerts at 54 below once or twice a year, which I just did one last week, but that's basically it. That's all, the only acting I do. And that nurtures your, that, that fills that, that, um, appetite for acting yeah because i feel fulfilled with acting because i i feel like everything that i do is for actors like i write for actors i direct actors i edit like it's just sort of um and i feel like an expansion of me as an actor is like you know we build performances together and films together and so i i don't feel like i am not acting i feel like i am acting more because it's sort of like everything i'm doing is about acting and, and elevating actors. So in general, I don't have an itch to do it myself because I feel like I'm doing it in other ways, you know, sure, uh, many, many other ways. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, with like singing, it's sort of an excuse to get my voice back in shape and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like a, a challenge, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I think good to continue to like put yourself in a vulnerable position um, since you're asking other people to, you know, in your own work. Well, you are the uh, director of Beauty Mark. You can find that on Amazon Prime Video or mm -hmm. elsewhere. Stream yeah. that. And the brand new documentary, Kokomo City, coming out on July 28th. Um, yeah. And Welcome uh, Right Back is is now on Showtime. Which one? 
Fuck them right back. Fuck them right back. Fuck them right back. I just want to keep saying that. Yeah. Uh, which is, is and that is that a, is that a short you said? It's a short and it played Woodstock. Well, yeah, that I remember. But but okay, so I didn't know. It's great when you get shorts on major. Holy crap, streaming streamers like that. Yeah, Showtime. Is it? Uh, also, I guess on their Showtime app as well. Is that? Yeah, it's on all the things. So it's it's watch. playing on Showtime, but it's also you can see it streaming. Oh, I'm um, gonna watch it then. On Showtime and and on Paramount Plus. I'm not sure if like you need both or what. Like I have. I can see it on both, but I'm not sure how that works. But it's on Showtime. But I know it's the same company now. Okay. You could also I I don't know how that works, but it's on my Paramount Plus as well. So All I don't right. know what that means to other people. But yes. The good news is the Woodstock Film Festival is gonna show Kokomo City a special have a special screening. So people should go to Woodstock Film Festival, sign up for the newsletter because yes. That's how you get all the, the early information about special screenings, which they have all season, all year long, rather. And I've been to a bunch of them, and they they put on some great uh, events. Mm-hmm. I have, to say. Yeah. I, I mean it in Saugerties, in uh, Woodstock, and elsewhere in Greenville. Really? Right. Yeah, Greenville Drive-in. Yeah, well, they've done. I I did. Yeah, that would be even better if they do that, because then because. You know, they've got a bar there, for God's sake. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> um, thank you so much for agreeing to do this okay. and for, you know, coming on, making the time. It's been really great to, to catch up with you. Yeah, same. Uh, oh, and just tell people where they can find you. Can you share your website and social oh, sure. media links if you have any? Um, sure. Yeah, so um, my website is harrisduran.com, and my Instagram is at harrisduran. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit the like button, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. See you next time.